A left-wing group has been given $158 million in tax dollars to help illegals avoid deportation. Joe Rogan gets called a menace, according to a letter signed by 270 doctors as they call to censor him. And Fauci's 2020 finances have been disclosed, and it shows big investments. We're into all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on. Every single day, if you can, listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps, go there right now and subscribe. Click all engagement buttons on the way the show can grow. Let's get right into this. So a left-wing group has been given $158 million in tax dollars to help illegals avoid deportation. And because the mainstream media is probably not going to cover this properly, click all the engagement buttons. It's the only way this show can grow. How might a group obtain millions of your hard work tax dollars to to aid illegal immigrants in their efforts to avoid deportation. Well, apparently, the Department of Health and Human Services is more than happy to hand out the funding to organizations like Vera Institute of Justice. Someone tweeted out the Department of Health and Human Services awarded Vera Institute of Justice a left-wing non- profit that uh, that backs defunding the police, a $158 million, million taxpayer-funded contract list, uh, list you to help aid illegal aliens avoid deportation. Now, listen, do you would you guys support moving that $158 million from helping illegals evade deportation? Would you be in favor of actually moving it into Border Patrol, moving it into ICE? I would support that. <laughs> Vera received $158 million from HHS to assist unaccompanied minors who have illegally immigrated to the United States remaining here. The organization is a left-wing group that describes immigration agencies as a threat to civil liberties. Uh, of course they'll say that. They're probably, I wonder how many millions they're pocketing. Uh, Fox reported Jason Hopkins said the institute gets around half of its funding from the federal government. In fact, between July 1st of 19 and June... 30th of 20, uh, nearly 137 million of the group's 174 million in revenue came from the government grants and institutes more recent tax uh, tax forms show. Thousands of immigrant children are placed into court proceedings in which government prosecutors seek to deport them unless those children can prove that they have a right to stay in the United States, the spokeswoman said. More right, uh, Vera could not be uh, anyone who enters the United States without proper authorization is in violation of this code, a violation with subjects to, co- uh, subjects to the offender to deportation. Fox News, uh, the Vera Justice Institute is a far-left pro- uh, progressive nonprofit secured $158 million in taxpayer-funded contracts to help illegals avoid deportation. The contract given to Vera is primarily intended to provide legal funding and services to unaccompanied minors who face removal proceedings alone, allegedly. The federal government has been funding similar programs since the mid-2000s. However, this particular contract appears to be the largest standalone funding uh, block given to the the very yet. Now, here's the thing. If you want to take your money and go and do that, I guess, I mean, if it's, if I guess you have a right to do that unless it's an illegal thing that you're doing. But if you're using your money, for the most part, I can give a damn. They're using our money. If, If they're getting federal dollars and federal money to fun stuff like this, I think that's where the biggest, the bigger problem ha- has, okay? We have the bigger problem. Joe Rogan gets called a menace according to a letter signed by 270 doctors. They're also calling for Spotify to completely censor him. Now, I actually have footage right now of the doctors calling out Joe Rogan. I'm going to play it for you. Listen up. He's a menace to the entire city. I want that wall crawling arachnid prosecuted. 
that's just J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man. I think it was Spider-Man 2. So, a menace to the public health is how 270 doctors described the podcaster and UFC commentator Joe Rogan. Allegations come after a recent segment by virologist Robert Malone, who claimed to have developed an mRNA technology that COVID-19 was built on. Now, because... Uh, actually, yeah, the mainstream media is covering this because <laughs> I was going to say, I normally say because the mainstream media doesn't cover this, like share, subscribe, whatever, but you know, no, no, they're, they're going full steam ahead on this one to try to push Spotify into censoring him. Jack Posobiec tweets out, this is actually amazing. The left is now accusing Dr. Malone of gaslighting millions of people into believing that mass formation theory is real. Think th about the problem with that for a second. The New York Post reported that doctors, researchers, and healthcare professionals who co-signed the statement have expressed concerns that the podcaster's uh, outspoken 54-year-old host is making millions on discernment of bogus medical advice to the health uh, discernment of his listeners. How about this? How about this? Here's a solution. Dear doctors, dear scientists, dear epidemiologists, why don't you go on Joe Rogan's podcast? Why don't you try to debate this doctor? I'm sure Joe Rogan would love to host a debate between Malone and whoever else, or or whoever else and whoever else. I'm sure he'll love to have something like that on his show. He, he Joe Rogan seems to side in the... If you're watching his show, if you watch it, you, you kind of like watch his discovery and he's like on this search of truth between his guests and who he talks to and what articles get put up. So he, just like how we had the CNN medical person on there and they completely made themselves look like a fool and they turned more people over to the right side. But that's why they'll never do it. The letter also asked the steaming, uh, the streaming music service to establish a clear and public policy to moderate misinformation on its platform. Just about every time Joe Rogan says something, he's always like, pull it up. Like, they're fact-checking a lot on that show. Oddly enough, the podcast uh, episode seems to have uh, disappeared from the internet. Aside from Spotify, the only uh, final holdout for the, uh, Joe's conversation with Malone. The episode, which is usually posted to YouTube, has been totally removed and does not exist. Spotify has a responsibility to mitigate the spread of misinformation on its platform, though the company presents uh, has no misinformation policy. The letter says attempting to desert authority over the platform. Spotify, uh, like all other online media sources, has a responsibility to keep the free flow of information intact. If the particular episode gets deleted everywhere, it would no longer be available for curious minds to listen. The way to shut down misinformation is not through censoring, but through spreading the truth. This is the idea Rogan has promoted on his podcast many times. Someone tweeted out, Joe Rogan has 13 times the audience of CNN, and, and because of the truth-seeking interviews like Dr. Malone, uh, if these 270 doctors were truly discussing what Malone said, perhaps maybe even just one of them could have sought out Rogan and asked for the opportunity to offer the other side in a future episode. Contacting Malone and seeking a discussion is also an option. When I, lo I, I love it when I say something and the article says it. I didn't even I don't read these articles ahead of time. These are fringe ideas, not backed by science, and having it on a platform makes it uh, seem there are two sides to the issue, and they're really not. The overwhelming evidence is the vaccine works and it's safe. An epidemiologist at Chicago Institute of Chicago, uh, the University of Chicago said. Well, that include a fact check of claims made during Malone's episode. How about you just go on his show and talk about it? What are they so afraid of? Jeez, what I want to see, I want to see debates. If we're going to be making this vaccine mandatory, I want to see debates of your doctors versus our doctors, your scientists versus our, your, our, our scientists versus your science. That's what I want to see. And to have the public make up their mind. But guess what? The left is too afraid because minds are going to be swayed against theirs. That's why for as long as we can remember, they've always been about deleting videos, shutting videos down. 
ending conversations, not adding to the conversations. You want to fix and correct misinformation, add to the conversations. Someone says something you don't dis- you, you disagree with, correct them. The left is so, so afraid of entering into the discussion because they know how it's going to end up. And it's sick in the head for even thinking that and still holding the same beliefs. Fauci's 2020 financials have been disclosed, and it shows big investments, over $10 million in investments. Now, because the mainstream media might be covering this up, obviously click all the engagement buttons. It's the only way the real news can spread and the show can grow. On Friday, Senator Roger Kane published Dr. Fauci's financial records and accused him of being, uh, of being misled, uh, misleading to the Senate. Break and I obtained Dr. Fauci's previous unpublished financial disclosures. Dr. Fauci was completely dishonest about his disclosures being readily accessible to the public, which is why I'm releasing them. Now, remember, I think it was yesterday or a day before, I literally talked about on this show on how he, he mumbled under his breath and called the guy a moron. And I was even showing you guys the people's responses saying, hey, one simple Google search and you could find his finances. And it's like, that's not what he was talking about. He's talking about the, the new stuff. Like, I find his old stuff. We're talking about new stuff. And it seemed like Fauci, the way he was reacting, he was kind of afraid. He, the, the senator was trying to get him to agree to submitting his finances. Um, so let's read. According to Fox News, Fauci's financial disclosure documents can be requested from the National Institute of Health, and they aren't listed in the same searchable database as many other federal officials. Dr. Fauci was completely dishonest about his financial disclosures being open to the public, Marshall said. Dr. Fauci must be held accountable accountable to all Americans who have been suing and requesting for this information but don't have the power of the Senate office to ask for it. Fauci and Marshall argued in the Senate hearing Tuesday after Fauci said his Financial disclosures were publicly available online. Yeah, yeah, it's old ones, if anything. Marshall's office was able to get the doctor's most recent disclosure at their filing and uh, Office of the Government Ethics request in the National Institute of Health. Now listen, if there's somebody that's going to be promoting and pushing for us to all be forcefully injected, pushing for us to all be forcefully locked down in our homes, yeah, you know what? I want to I wanna see everything about this dude. Who is this guy? Does he have any financial interests? Does he have any investment interests to keep these things going? Is anyone giving him money? This guy should be under more scrutiny than the damn president. I plan to introduce the Fauci Act, Dr. Roger Marshall tweeted out, to hold Anthony Fauci and other high-paid government officials accountable. If you're an unelected bureaucrat and you make hundreds of thousands of dollars, America needs to know if you have any conflict of interest. The national, the nation's highest paid federal employee, Fauci, reportedly made $434,000 in 2020 and is set for a $350,000 annual pension up, uh, upon retirement. Records show that he and his wife had $10.4 million in investments at the end of 2020. In multiple trust and retirement accounts, they hold Atlas uh, large cap mutual fund funds, a tax exempt municipality municipal debit fund, and Pimco's investment grade bond fund. The filings also showed between a quarter million and a half million in market money account, and between fifty and a hundred thousand in five hundred twenty nine tuition accounts. There are various other investments in income in the disclosure. According to Adam Whatever of Open Books, uh, Fauci's salary for 21 and 22 have yet been released. So let's see if more stuff can get uncovered. Let's see if real reporters will start doing some digging into these financial records. 
what we need to be doing, what needs to be done, and what needs to be done with, with just about most, almost everybody, everybody that's in public office, everybody who's making decisions, their finances should be disclosed, obviously, and their finances should be heavily scrutinized. Even when I was running for Congress, the left-wing sleuths were going through my finances, making like I was doing something wrong. I was literally funding my own campaign. I put how many tens of thousands of dollars into my own campaign? And they'll be like, oh, you spent campaign funds on this. You spent campaign funds on that. Where's all your campaign funds going? Bro, it was all my money. It was like 90% my money, and I'm spending it on the campaign. I'm paying people. Like, I, I, everything was clean. I was doing everything literally by the book. We had a, I had a specific guy. I was like, and, and he was saying, I was telling him, okay, I'm going to spend money on this. I'm going to spend money on that. I'm going to do salary here. Yeah. Tell me if everything here is legal and good to go. And there was one thing on there that was like, well, this is actually legal, but it's kind of frowned upon. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. It's all my money anyway. And you know what? I'll, I'll leave some breadcrumb trails to a bunch of nothing for the left-wingers that are going to be looking at this. And literally, that's exactly what happened. There was this one, I think it was like buying like a t-shirt that I was wearing at an event for like at a rally that I was promoting my campaign, and I like bought like a, like a t-shirt or something with it, and they looked at it, and they were like, oh, you're buying clothes with their campaign funds. You're ripping people up. Like, bro, it was all my money. <laughs> I was literally allowed to do so. I literally left them breadcrumb. I think I did it with a couple things, too, just to, just to see them freak out, and it was like clockwork, light clockwork. You just do something, and you know exactly how, and it was something I had to wait a few months on for, for it to pay off, and it happened. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Please drop this video a like, subscribe to the Pulsifications on every single day. If you can listen to the flip side of the show, the Joey Salzino Show on all the podcast apps. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And click all engagement buttons, obviously. It's the only way this show can grow. Become a Patreon member if you want to support me. If not, obviously, click all the buttons. It's free. Peace out.